The opinions expressed on this podcast are not meant to be disseminated as medical advice. If you need additional clarification or have questions, consult a mental health professional in your area. Hello, and welcome to 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, the podcast where a comedy writer, that's me, James Breakwell, and a psychologist, that's me, Steve Olivas, try to solve your long-running relationship issues in 10 minutes or less. So to what do I owe this total lack of energy? I was just trying to be you. I was channeling my inner James Breakwell. This is the most chipper I ever get. My <laughs> yes, chipper was off the chart. I think we're saying the same thing. I you... think we're saying the same thing. I am grievously wounded. I was here extending the <laughs> olive branch of, I wouldn't say friendship, but of maybe professional <laughs> tolerance. Maybe we'll go with that. And here you are shoving it back in my face. I but, was know, just, I thought imitation is the finest form of flattery. Uh, once again, those words don't mean what you think they mean. But anyway, <laughs> thankfully. There's, there's a backstory to that that I don't think you can tell. <laughs> All right. So anyway, we do have a question here that's much better than talking to each other. So we're just going to jump to that. Yeah. Here it is. James and Steve, I should definitely be in therapy. But since I haven't got the money or the time, I'm writing to you instead. All right. We got the bar <laughs> right away. All right. My, my history would likely be a therapist's dream and nightmare all at once. So I won't go into all the sordid details. But suffice it to say, I am a 29-year-old single female who is living with her father. Now, that might not in and of itself be the weirdest thing on earth, but there are still more amazing facts. I am the eldest girl of 10 kids, four of whom are... Is there a tornado over there, Steve? Are you all right? Uh, it's getting close. I'm thinking I might have to start moving some of the things on my porch against the wall here. But okay. uh, no, no, continue. 29 okay, just, years old and okay, loves just, her life and uh, lives with her husband and four children. Okay. Okay, you got all those facts wrong, but super. Just for her reference, we weren't sure if we could record this because there is a deadly storm rolling in on Steve. But he said, no, no, for our listeners, we have to do this. So I'm going to persevere. All right. Uh, I am the eldest of 10 kids, four of whom are teenagers or nearly there and still live at home too. My parents had a fairly friendly divorce a few years ago after 40 plus years of marriage, which left my dad alone when mom moved hundreds of miles away. So two of my adult uh, brothers and I moved back in with him. My oldest brother's wife helps out a lot when she comes into town, but they've got four kids in a life of their own. Then about a year and a half ago, dad was hospitalized with COVID and has never got his health back. Uh, but he is from the odd generation who just plain refuses to quit. I, I swear the world uh, would explode if anyone sat around doing nothing for more than 25 seconds, but the thing is, I'm perfectly okay with sitting around and doing nothing for hours on end if that is what I need. And then it gets weirder. I, I'm assuming there's a question in here somewhere. We're just going to persevere. <laughs> All right. All right. See, we live on a farm, so I can understand a lot of Steve's issues. We raise our meat, eggs, in a garden uh, 30 times bigger than we need, not to mention the hundreds of trees, flower beds, and lawns that need taken care of, but that isn't all. I also work like my actual day job as an accountant slash graphic designer at my uh, the job is at my father's computer company. Now, I don't mind the job. But my real passion is writing, art, and architecture, which my father doesn't at all agree with. I really hate animals, but I've got enough brothers that I don't need to deal with them. But I do have to do a lot of cooking and cleaning and trade, and I hate it. I'm good at it, but I really hate it. 
Okay, we're still going here. <laughs> we'll see if we get the question finished before 10 minutes. 20 minutes to save your marriage. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Uh, what do I do to keep from going mental in this crazy household? Okay, there, that's the question right there. Ah. But between my obnoxious teenage siblings who are still from a yet an even lazier generation than me and my micromanaging father, I swear I will be completely gray within five years. I want to help out. I want to support my dad and his business and be there for the kids, two of whom are super emotional 14-year-old twin girls. But how the flip can I do that and still live my own life? I don't want to regret my time with my father because I have no idea how much time he has left. But God, sometimes I want to scream. Thanks. All right, Steve, take it away. Wow, this is um, this is actually a really interesting question for me. And uh, I think, boy, she opened with, I, I'd be a therapist dream. And I think if... Uh, if you can find a therapist, I think you would really have a good, uh, you would benefit. And uh, I think the therapist would really be able to dig in if they understand the situation that you've set out. And I say that because I don't know, and uh, you grew up kind of around farmland, James. You keep telling me that you didn't, but um, (laughs) there is a mentality on family farms that I don't know if people who don't grow up in that culture really understand and it is that there is a not so clearly the person here who needs therapy is you for the for the record that was not related to the storm or the hail that was just steve having one of his normal meltdowns wow that rain came quick okay um there is a not-so-subtle expectation on the parts of head-of-household farmers that the family stay and help. And there is tremendous pressure put on all of the family. And w- when I heard that mom, after 40 years, and dad divorced, and mom moved the hell across the country, I'm like, well, I sort of understand that. Mom didn't want to be ensnared by dad's... I'm guessing, this is an assumption I'm making, but I've known a lot of farmers in my life, and that is kind of the expectation, that we get up and we farm. That's what we do. And usually the oldest daughter is the one who sort of gets roped into staying and taking care of the elderly parents. I don't know if she said she was the eldest daughter. I was uh, worried about dying over here, but I'm guessing she's either the only daughter or the eldest. She is the eldest. Okay, so everything lines up with my experience with farmers, and I think it's very tricky to be in her position because guilt is a very tight hook in her belly that keeps her tethered to her dad. And I get it, like, uh, it's hard to break that when it comes to family, but the only way that she is going to find any sense of joy for herself is to carve out a little piece of something that's hers. She doesn't live on her own. She frankly doesn't work on her own. She works for her father's company. She helps him on the farm. I know her brothers are taking care of the livestock, but man, she doesn't have anything that's hers. And I think when you're a kid, that's kind of fine, but even look at how teenagers start to pull away from their parents. They start getting their own friends. They start going online and playing games with other people. They start driving and not coming home at dinner time because they're at a friend's house. Like at some point, all of us developmentally need to carve out a little slice of the world that's our own. A lot of farm families, uh, the, the kids either get a chunk of the farm and start farming on their own or they move off the farm. And because I don't think she feels she can move off until dad passes away, I would say start working on something that's yours. Either start dating, get on the computer, and uh, go uh, 
to whatever the computer dating sites are. There's lightning all around me. <laughs> God, I'm pacing now thinking if I'm a moving target, I'll be harder to hit, right? But um, anyway, I hope you get what I'm putting down. Uh, either or find a different job, do something that gives you an outlet that has no connection to your father or the farm. All right, well, I'm going to jump in here, and I think the most practical advice I can give is think through what will really happen if you don't carry on the family legacy, either with the farm or the printing and graphic design business. What if you're not there to take over? And what would happen is they would either just give it to another family member or have another family member buy it out, or when your dad's ready to retire or when he passes away, they just sell it. And that's it. That's that's a windfall. If you've got a farm today of any size, that's that's your lottery ticket. You don't have to pass it on to the kids. You can cash out or you can rent it out for money. I mean, it's every, people feel like they have to do this. And I just don't think the worst case scenario where they don't carry on, it's not, it's not a big deal. I just got back from Europe where we went and we saw a cattle farm that had been in the same family since the 1600s. And this farmer almost didn't pass it down to his kids. He had two daughters who uh, went off and married guys in the city. And then he had a son who wanted nothing to do with farming. And he happened to just have one last kid. And that last kid was the one who wanted to stick around and farm. But had he not wanted to stick around and farm, what would have happened is when dad got to be retirement age, he would have sold it to somebody else who would have wanted to farm, and they would have started their legacy. So don't feel like you're trapped in this cycle. Your dad honestly sounds like a pretty capable guy. It sounds like he can't sit still. It sounds like he's going to work till the day he dies. There are people like that. My father-in-law is like that. And that's fine. Um, if you if you want to build your own life, don't wait for somebody to give you permission. Just go do it. Go live the life you want to lead. And uh, if you feel trapped now, if you feel like you're going to scream, if working for your dad makes you miserable, then the time to do that is now. Say, Dad, I love you, but you got this. I'm going to go out here and carve out my own path. And uh, I'm going to stop with that because I'm definitely hearing the storm in my headset from Steve. And I'm a little concerned that you're dead. Uh, speaking of passing things on, I don't know if you have your son listed in your will for Rattlesnake Ranch, if he's going to get the whole estate, or if you're just going to give it back to the ghosts and demons that normally haunt that place. Uh, any closing thoughts, Steve? Yeah, I will say it's easy to say, ah, just uh, screw everything and go. But Yes, I, it is very easy. It's my advice every time. That a therapist can do is help her regulate the guilt that she is going to feel in doing it. And that might have to be baby stepped instead of just a clean band-aid kind of removal break. There you have it. You can go the slow and painful way like Steve wants or the right way like I want. Either way, I'm sure it will turn out great. Well, if you have a question you'd like to send in, preferably not in the middle of a hurricane, send it in to jamesbreakwell at explodingunicorn.com. That's Exploding Unicorn with the E. It does not have to be a marriage question. It can be parent-child, platonic friends, co-workers, whatever you've got. Send it in. This has been another week of 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, and that's 10 minutes of your life you'll never get back.